Let's uh, return briefly to the uh, the subject of COVID vaccines. And uh, this time we've got Howis Yulden on the phone. She's a senior immunisation nurse for the Comtaf Health Board. And looking through the notes that came with this, uh, this interview, Howis, and good morning to you, by the way. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. No, no, absolute pleasure. And I know we're talking uh, mainly about uh, pregnant women and young children, which we'll do in a moment. But looking at the statistics on these notes from your colleague, Helen, I see that you've now administered your your department and your team, really, 993,758 COVID jabs. I know, it's impressive, isn't it? We're nearing that million mark. Nearly a million, and boosters, over a quarter of a million boosters as well in that number. Yeah, we're doing tremendously well as a health board and as a nation in in itself. So we've got over 81% of our population income half fully vaccinated. Yeah, which which is so well done. And, and, you know, it isn't exactly drawing to a close, but now you're trying to, I know, attract the attention of particular groups and tell them, about the vaccine and, and one particularly important group is is pregnant women isn't it yeah that's right so we are we are trying to improve uptake in pregnant women um it's, it's still a bit lower than where we would like it to be although it has improved over the past few months but we we still need to encourage pregnant women to attend and that's really why we wanted to come on today to to get the message out there um, and I think, sadly, when the programme was initially rolled out, pregnant women weren't eligible in the UK for the vaccine. Um, and this is because at the time there wasn't enough data on this group. So in the UK, we're really good at watching and waiting and seeing what other countries are doing to gain the data from them, if you like. Um, and America and some other countries have been vaccinating pregnant women very early on um, with no safety concerns. So in the UK, as soon as this was identified, um, we we included pregnant women in the programme, but I think, sadly, this sent out a bit of conflicting messages for pregnant women, and they were unsure, naturally, of what to do. Um, yes. But I just want to reassure everyone that, you know, we've, we've given over 100,000 doses to pregnant women all over the UK, um, and there's no safety concerns. Yes. I mean, I saw a, a TV uh, interview with, with women actually yesterday um, on this subject and, and a number of them were put off initially by the caution. Yeah. You know, when the jabs came along, it was amazing. and But they were asked not to come forward, at least initially. And, and I yeah. think that, that sort of stuck, hasn't it? Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, you feel vulnerable enough um, when you're pregnant so to have that conflicting message and, and the sudden change in guidance you, you can appreciate where um, where women were, were indecisive as to what to do but I suppose what we need to do now is to reassure everyone that the vaccine is safe in pregnancy and in one way we need to normalise vaccination in pregnancy for certain vaccines so for example since um, 2010 we've been vaccinating pregnant women with a flu vaccine which has been a great success in preventing uh, maternal and neonatal deaths um, and then shortly after that in 2012 we rolled out the pertussis or whooping cough vaccine in pregnant women um, and again a huge success Pri- prior to that being rolled out sadly there was about four um, infant deaths every year from whooping cough so you know, we we do know a lot more about vaccinations now, and and the key message is is that the benefits of having the vaccine far outweighs the risks. Now, presumably, uh, if a pregnant woman is listening to this and hasn't had any of the jabs so far, they need to come forward for their first one, I guess, do they? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, um, 
the vaccine can be given at any stage of pregnancy and um, in you know it's such a, a concern um, for um, COVID infection in pregnant women that the JCVI in, in December categorised pregnant women as a priority group to get the vaccination as soon as possible. So yes, all of our um, vaccination centres are open for walk-ins for first doses. So we'd urge any pregnant women to, to attend. And, and you know, if they do feel unsure, then it's knowing where to go to get the resources as well. So you can speak to one of the clinicians in the vaccination centre. Um, or on, the, on our Cumtaf Morganog um, internet page, we've got um, a section there specifically for pregnant women, um, and that will also take you onto the Public Health Wales website, which is excellent source of information. But also anyone who has got particular concerns, the Royal College of um, Obstetricians and Gynaecologists website is wonderful. They've got lots of um, speakers on there and videos on reassuring pregnant women about the safety of the vaccination. Okay, so the the, the message really is if uh, a pregnant woman wants to start, you know, even now at this point, uh, the vaccination yes. programme, they should rock up to one of the uh, mass vaccination centres across your area. Yes, definitely. Um, and there's, there's also on our website, if, if they'd rather fill in a consultation form and somebody will get back in touch with them then with an appointment. But definitely we, we still offer walk-ins for first and second doses. Now, what's the position then with, with children? Uh, because I've noticed here that uh, it can be given to children as young as five, which I must say I didn't realise that, and children between yeah. five and 11. So what's the story there? Yeah, so this is a relatively new thing. So the JCVI um, did further sort of risk assessments in um, December and concluded that children between the ages of 5 and 11 with underlying health conditions or children who lived with somebody um, in close contact with somebody who had immunosuppression should be vaccinated. Um, and, and, And again, similar to the adults, and this is because if you've got underlying health conditions... Um, COVID-19 infection can cause serious disease. Yes, now this isn't for all children by any means, is it? This is for children who live with someone who's vulnerable to infection in in effect. Yeah, so it's it's for certain children with underlying health conditions. Mm. So for example, if if you're a child between the age of 5 and 11 um, and you've got certain medical conditions such as neurological conditions, kidney conditions, heart conditions, then then you're eligible for the vaccine yourself. But also if you're between the age of five and 11 and you live with someone who's got severe immunosuppression, so they may may be on um, cancer treatment or they may have certain medical conditions that weaken their immune system, in order to protect them, we need to protect everybody in the household as well. So we know that the the COVID-19 vaccination um, can reduce the spread of the disease so it's getting that herd protection that community protection if you like so by getting the vaccine ourselves we're also protecting those around us. Now I've noticed that you've you've already in Cumtaf vaccinated 350 children in the 5 to 11 age group which of course is is by no means the number of children in that age group but it is the specialist needs as you as you've said what's the regime with jabs though is it's not two jabs and a booster is it it's it's two jabs at the moment there there is no booster for this age group but it's it's two jabs so um you have your second dose eight weeks after your first dose 
Okay. So if you, um, again, if somebody listening has a child of that age uh, and, you know, fits the bill, as you've described it, what should they do? So if they haven't already been contacted by the health board to invite them in for a vaccination, then if they um, pop on to our internet page at Cwmtaf Morganog University Health Board um, and click on the COVID-19 tab, it'll take you through to the section on on children and there'll be a form in there that you can submit to the team um, and, and they'll call you back then to invite you in for for your vaccine. Yeah, so a little more preparation and an appointment are necessary for this. Yes, definitely, because the paediatric dose is different to the adult dose. The, we, we, you know, running set clinics for, for this age group okay. um, in order to, you know, make it a nice environment for the children and also to make sure that we're pre- preserving the, the vaccination with, with limited wasted doses. And the vaccine centres have been working really hard as well in in um, making sure that it's as friendly as possible. Um, some of our vaccine centres will be doing a little butterfly trail for children to follow along as they as they go to get their vaccine. I see. Oh, well, that, that excellent idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about the, the you know, the vaccination position now? I, I just wanted to reassure everyone that that the vaccine is is completely safe, and I think a lot of people have been hanging on and not getting the vaccine just to see what happens. Some people initially were very concerned about having a vaccine that appeared to be new. Um, and we just wanted to reassure everyone that if they've decided to not have the vaccine, but they've changed their mind, it's never too late. You can always come in and have your vaccination. Um, and, and the key message really is for our pregnant women to come forward. Um, you know, we have got some horrible statistics that we don't want to scare anybody, but um, 16 in 100 pregnant women um, in hospital with symptomatic COVID-19 are sadly admitted to ITU. Yes. Um, and 97% of pregnant women or women who've just delivered um, with COVID-19 infection are admitted to ITU. 97% of them since since June were unvaccinated. Um, and particularly when, when the Delta variant emerged, um, that, that's certainly when we realised the severity of it. And between May to October, sadly, 17 women passed away in, in the UK who were pregnant with six infant deaths. So it's not to scare anyone, but it's just to highlight that the benefits of the vaccine certainly does outweigh the risks. Excellent. Howis Jolden, thank you very much for your time this morning. I think you, you, that was very clear. So uh, we will also put it on our website so people can listen to it again as a podcast if they want to uh, touch base on anything you've said. So uh, thank you so much. Oh, that's lovely. Thanks, Terry. Have a great weekend. And you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye now. That's Howis Yulden, who is Senior Immunisation Nurse for the Cumtaf Health Board.